Welcome to the Zen Stoic Path. In this episode, we are going to be diving into a Zen story that will show us how the wrong kind of confidence can actually lead us into trouble and end up getting us hurt. We'll also dive into the difference between what real confidence is versus false confidence and how to determine which one you're experiencing. Lastly, we're going to reveal the one-word answer to solve suffering. And this all ties in with the Zen story. So, let's get into it. This is the story of a blind man with a lantern. A blind man left his village and followed the winding path through the forest. He was on his way to see his friend in the neighboring town. After his arrival, the two friends spent many happy hours together, and at last it was time for the blind man to return to his village. As the blind man began to leave, his friend said, Here, take this lantern. It's dark out. Lantern? What good is a lantern to me? The blind man asked. It's to avoid accidents. It will help other travelers on the narrow path to see you coming. With this thought in mind, the blind man took the lantern, thanked his friend, and went on his way while plodding along the meandering path. He enjoyed the cool fragrant mist which enveloped both him and the sound of the chirping crickets. However, as he was walking home, he suddenly collided with a huge man. Fool, why don't you watch where you're going, the big man shouted to him. Why didn't you see my lantern, asked the blind man. Lantern? Oh, well, your candle's out. So, the lantern, for the blind man, wasn't actually helpful, but in fact, proved harmful. For if the blind man didn't have the lantern, he would have walked more carefully. After all, he'd be less confident that other people would see him coming. Now, this is a really important story, because it illustrates a few very important points. One of those being that the lantern itself became a crutch for the blind man. It became a crutch that gave him confidence that was different from the confidence that maybe he had built over the years of being careful and walking in a way not to collide with other travelers. However, this lantern made him think that, oh, it's fine, I have this lantern, so other people will see me coming and I don't need to be as careful. So this created a sense of overconfidence. Now, overconfidence can always get us into trouble. Sometimes we might get away with it, but a lot of the time it makes us ignore key details that we normally would be paying attention to had we not been more confident than we needed to be in that situation. But what's really interesting about this story is that it symbolizes a lot of what we experience in everyday life. See, this whole idea of being certain about things or having confidence or people telling you the advice of confidence is the answer or all you need is confidence if you want to succeed. A lot of that type of advice is really just blanket wisdom. It's very general. There's no sense of nuance or context to it. And sometimes it can actually get you hurt if you're not actually creating the confidence in a way that is sustainable. This has happened throughout history, right? One of the, one of the tragic stories that always comes up when I think of overconfidence is the Titanic. It was boasted that this ship was unsinkable. And because of that, because they believed it was unsinkable, because there was such new technology and the ship could go so fast, they cut costs when it came to safety. They didn't have enough lifeboats. They didn't take the warning seriously when it came to the weather or the icebergs that they had seen. And because they didn't take it seriously, because they had too much confidence in this ship and that it was unsinkable, it ended up being a horrible tragedy to happen in the early 1900s. So overconfidence is what sunk that ship. One of the biggest problems that society has today is the overstated value of certainty and confidence like we were talking about before. 
and at the same time avoids this idea of being a beginner or being curious because nobody wants to seem like they're unsure. Nobody wants to think to themselves that they don't know the answers to something. We've become addicted to expediency and expectation and knowing things and, and wanting to get there faster. Naturally, that leads us to thinking that confidence is somehow a substitute for taking the necessary steps towards the things that we want. What if instead we approach life with curiosity and appreciation? What would happen then? If instead of just having confidence and overlooking details, we had curiosity about the details, we had appreciation for the details. What gives us true confidence is not feeling good about ourselves. It's not a high self-esteem. What really gives us confidence is competence. And competence in any area of difficulty, developing time-tested principles, is the best use of our time and energy. Pumping ourselves up with positive affirmations or getting the latest high-tech gear, throwing money at things, pumping ourselves up with positive affirmations without developing competency and understanding is always going to be a gamble and not a great use of our time and energy. The bottom line is that true confidence comes from competence, experience, and exposure. False confidence comes from the delusions of grandeur, expediency, and the conviction over the crutches that we have in our lives, the technology that we might use in order to get certain results, the money that we have, the resources, the materialistic wealth, the status, maybe it's food, maybe it's drugs, maybe it's certain relationships that we have in our lives. At the end of the day, if we associate our confidence to any of these things that we have that are outside of us, and not to competence, we are taking a huge gamble. We are crutching on these things. I remember seeing a post that really made me laugh on Instagram once, and it said, every dead body at the top of Mount Everest was once a determined individual, dot, dot, dot. So maybe calm down. <laughs> so the whole point of this is that overconfidence is not the answer. It, a high degree of enthusiasm without competence, without skill built, without paying our dues in terms of learning something is not going to be the answer. And if we have confidence without the development of competence, we're going to definitely run into trouble. And anytime that confidence just works by itself, either we're bullshitting ourselves or other people. And if we end up just getting away with using our confidence without building competence, it only blinds us further and further and sets us up for a rude awakening. And what I mean by that is that there is a difference between true confidence and false confidence. False confidence comes in the form of having crutches. And when I say crutches, what I mean are things that hold up our identity or hold up our ability in a specific context for us. In this case, it was the lantern. But a crutch can exist in many different forms. We create false confidence by leaning on the crutches or using the crutches to make our way through certain situations. True confidence, on the other hand, is confidence that is built through competence, through practice, through experience, exposure, through actually building up one's ability and experience in a specific situation. The thing is, we typically will gravitate towards false confidence because the world, the external reality that we all experience is always trying to sell us something. And it attempts to sell us things by means of making us feel like less than or feel like we're not good enough. And this is the system that we all experience. And the way that the system works is it tries to make you feel less than or not good enough without this product or service, or in other words, this crutch. So we're sold these crutches that seem to make sense in our lives, seem to 
they feel like they're going to solve the problem at hand. In the story with the blind man with the lantern, his friend suggested to him that it would help him, that it would help other travelers see him. And this man was used to not having to have a lantern and walking in a different way through his developed competence as a blind man walking on a winding path and avoiding colliding into other people. But instead, because he relied on the crutch itself or the lantern in that situation, he shifted from true confidence to false confidence. Now, these are, of course, speculations based on my inference of information from this actual story. But the point is, we do this a lot in our lives. We'll sometimes we'll buy the new car in order to feel confident or we'll put on a suit and we'll think that, okay, that makes us confident. But unearned confidence or confidence that's not developed on competence will ultimately lead us to getting hurt. Now, sometimes people will get away with it. And the problem with getting away with it and succeeding when you have false confidence is that it deludes you even more into thinking that what you're doing is actually a good thing, that it's actually helping you to get what you want. But really and truly what it's doing is it's deluding you more and more into thinking that whatever your crutch is, is the answer and it validates you. And as people experience more and more success with the crutch that they have, it reinforces that behavior. And as it reinforces that behavior, people will start to identify with the crutch and start to associate it with their identity rather than actually developing the competence to have true confidence in any one area. One example of this that you see all the time is people who talk about having positive money affirmations as a way of correcting their financial situation. Now, you can do those all day long and feel good about it, but if you feel good about it without actually correcting the behavior that maybe got your financial situation to an area that you didn't want, then you're going to experience some difficulties. You're going to run into some trouble no matter how many affirmations you do or how many crystals you have around your wallet or whatever practices people do these days. <laughs> but the point is, we don't want to lean on the crutch. If you have a problem in your life, if you suffer in a specific area, if there is one word that would solve our suffering, the word is practice. Confidence without competence is empty and typically leads to arrogance and unearned feelings of superiority or said differently, acting like an asshole for no reason. <laughs> acting like an asshole who knows it all yet at the same time has not put the work in or paid their dues. When you feel low, incompetent, unworthy, insecure in any area of your life, you can always turn to practice in that context in order to build your competence. Competence will create true confidence. Remember, any area where you feel incompetent, you can always practice. You can always expose yourself to more of that. You can always learn more about it. Work on competence. Become well-versed. Become exposed, experienced to the things that cause you difficulty in your life. Do not rely on crutches to get you through life, for the crutches will let you down, whether it is a feeling of confidence that you've fabricated or it's an actual physical resource or relationship that you have, if you rely on these crutches, you will be allowing things outside of you to define who you are. Instead, ask yourself, what areas of your life could you be trying to substitute practice with confidence? And what must you do to become more competent in those areas?